0: i Bronco, man. How many more exams you got? I only got two more, man. What about you, Rohan? Right. I got one more exam, then I'm history. Hold up, hold up, hold up.
1: I got two, and he's got one, and then we'll have fun in the summer, son. Two more tests to go this year. Then, my man, we are out of here. <laughs> We're out.
2: Welcome to Narbos and Broobheads, and for the first time, also episode 170 of the Mezzanine Sleepover, it is our first simulcast. Uh, For those of you that don't know, surprise, me, Slip with Five Eyes or Slip, uh, actually does another podcast, and my co-host may be one of the guests on tonight's episode, so look up the mezzanine sleepover. There are two versions of it out there because we started on one stream. We didn't want to pay for it anymore. We moved to another stream, just pick one and hopefully you'll get the right one. If you want to hear more really stupid content. But again, I am Alan (laughs) slip with five eyes on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Narbo's podcast on, uh, well, you can't find me. (laughs) It's our podcast on Twitter. I know, always okay. screwing it up. Anyways, uh, this is Narbos and Broomheads, and uh, let's go through our usual hosts before we get to our guest. Courtney, are you there?
3: Hola, I'm here.
2: For for our Canadian listeners, hola means hello in Spanish. <laughs> so there you go.
3: Bonjour, hi.
2: Hello, <laughs> <Aloe>. oui. <Hi. laughs>
3: Uh, I am Courtney. I am um, the odd person out on this podcast because I am from Ontario.
2: Yeah, the rest of us, we're all Winnipeggers.
3: And uh, yeah, never been to Winnipeg, but hope to visit soon. Um, You (laughs) don't want to Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, I was just being nice. We'll go together,
0: Courtney. You and I will go together.
3: I'm
2: scared. I know
0: where all the fun places to go are.
2: Okay. You go to the airport and fly to Toronto. That's the final. <laughs> yes, there you go. Just kidding. Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. <laughs> that's
1: right. You don't have... Come on.
3: Um, Well, anyways, before I get there, you can uh, check me out on the Instagram at Courtney. Dot uh, twelve ninety three, pigeon content on Fleek and. <laughs> fleek. <laughs> <laughs> fleek <laughs> oh, wait, that's a crow also we have an account for this podcast at narbo's and broomheads podcast check us out there as well
2: arlo
0: uh i do not have any pigeon content as of yet well you better watch what you wish for maybe we'll start some competing pigeon content (laughs) but right now i have a lot of mask content honestly yes. i have so a original collection <laughs> what i'm like i am a mask junkie like every time i see a cute mask i'm like yes
2: I at the, the sex shops
0: yeah we actually sell them at this yeah of we do actually do. Mm-hmm. dude they're really cute they're like from a men's uh, the ones we have at the sex shop are like from a men's uh underwear manufacturer called andrew christian and it has like rainbow unicorns and like things like that on it what,
2: what it should Perfect. have is like you know the front of briefs like the little lining it should be that across the front of the mask <laughs> just a pax mask anyway yes. sorry continue
0: anywho i'm arlo you can follow my mask content on instagram <laughs> at uh,
2: and i we have as our guest uh my co-host on the mezzanine sleepover uh on my podcast <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, I'm just your co-host.
2: Yep. (laughs) Joining us for the uh, first time, uh, my friend Jamie, also known as Megamix.com, though you can introduce yourself as however you want. How's it going? And also, please tell our audience where you are recording from right now.
1: All right. Uh, Hi, everybody. Hi, friends. Um, Thanks for having me on. Uh, I didn't know that this was like co-branded. As Mezzanine Sleepover, I I thought that I could just, uh, you know, not have to be on all all night long, but I guess I do. Um, Yeah, Jamie, uh, at megamix.com on Twitter. uh, Yeah, we have a, uh, Alan and I have a uh, a podcast of our own uh, called Mezzanine Sleepover that we uh, haven't recorded in like forever. Um, We thought, okay, during pandemic, oh, we'll have lots of time to record episodes. We've recorded so much less than we used to. (laughs) We've recorded like three episodes. I know it's been ridiculous. Uh, well, we got a new co-host named Stu, and he uh, he had to, he had to start working in the NH- NHL bubble. So, you know, yeah. we, we 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 had to, we had to let him work. So, yeah, you can you can find uh, you can find Mezzanine Sleepover on Twitter at at Mezzanine Sleepover, and uh, also in various places. So, um, well, I mean, check Alan's
0: also been extremely busy uh, recording this podcast. So,
3: Every
1: well, yeah, no, he, he's he's been. Uh, I, 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 the production quality is aces, as always. So I'm glad to see it. <laughs> that uh, sounded we're...
0: sarcastic.
1: <laughs> I feel right at home. Oh, I cool. believe
0: this is what the uh, the influencers call a collab.
1: Yes, exactly. indeed. <laughs> uh, you want to know where I'm recording this from? Yep. Well, I'm on uh, my usual place, um, which is in the uh, parking lot of a strip mall near my house. Ooh, I'm outside ooh. of Gondola Pizza. I'm ganking some Wi-Fi from one of these places uh because the wi-fi signal uh in my in my driveway is really really poor so i drive over here because uh, my house is quite small and i have a nine-year-old and uh, he has to go to bed so mm. um i usually do these podcasts uh in the parking lot outside gondola pizza
2: we've done 170 episodes of the Messy sleepover and he's been in the parking lot the whole time and not once so far have the cops come and been like dude what are you doing? No. And there's like an ice cream place in the strip mall yeah. where yeah. like children go and then he's just sitting there in his car.
1: All right. That's so, well, th- what, yeah, what actually what happened once was I, the, the ice cream patio licks, um, it, would, it would close at like 10. So I'd come one night I came out and I, I parked in front of the ice cream patio. Uh and there was all these like teenage girls working there. And I realized about I don't know what ten minutes into the podcast, I was like, I gotta move my car. Like I look super creepy. <laughs> sitting here right in front of the window, all just sitting here, all waiting all menacingly for them. So I moved. So now I'm so now I'm in a different position. But yeah, no, I've never had the cops. I once almost had the uh the 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 snow plows uh box me with snow. Had, <laughs> had to move once there. Um <laughs> Other than that it's been pretty smooth sailing. Do you keep your car idling or turned off? Uh in the in in the spring, summer, fall it's usually off. In the winter I idle cuz yeah. you know. Cause. But right <laughs> now it's on because I'm an idiot and I'm wearing shorts and it's snowing out. So <laughs> my car's on right now. Uh
2: so <laughs> Yeah, so as we we mentioned in our last episode, me and Jamie also had a Backyard Wrestling Federation. We will save that till the end, if we have time. Uh, yes. We will talk a little yes, bit more. Please. Um, I do want to ask, though, uh, w- tell us about your Degrassi fandom. I know it's not at the same level as as most of us here, but we have done Degrassi episodes on our, on the Mezzanine Sleepover before, and I know you yes. have watched some, so tell I us. I just wanted
1: to, uh, before I get into that, I just wanted to say I'm very happy to be speaking with Courtney who I remember from MySpace yes and I don't think I've spoken to Arlo in 17 years so this is exciting (laughs) since we drove to since we drove to Ottawa
2: (laughs) three days in the car me Jamie Arlo and Arlo's boyfriend who had the friend that pressed his ass up against his other friend's ass and took a shit so so
1: yeah so yeah so I wanted to put that out there Uh, I'm very pleased uh, to to be asked, and I'm happy to be here uh, chatting with you all tonight. Um, Degrassi fandom. Um, Okay, so, I mean, I grew up with it on. Uh, I'm 43, so, I mean, the episode we're talking about tonight, I was 13. Uh, I don't remember this one. I don't remember if I ever saw it. I wouldn't call myself a huge fan back then, but I watched a good fucking chunk of it all. Um, But I I guess you're you're hard-pressed, I think, to find... You know, many people at the time who would have admitted they were watching it, uh, especially in their in their teens. But you know, most people did. Um, and then for years, I, I, you know, you never really thought about it. And then we started talking about it on our other podcast. And then I got the, the DVD sets, and uh, and then you know, I watched this one on YouTube because I'm so lazy. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I would I would say not not uh, I wasn't a super fan, but I man, I probably saw a lot of the episodes.
2: Uh, What team are you most closely associated with on Degrassi?
1: Well, that's right. Well, I'm Team Tessa. And, uh, absolutely. Uh, we did, we reviewed schools out on our other podcast, and, uh, and, uh, I was Team Tessa all the way. It was my, it was my Twitter gimmick for like two years. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I proclaimed myself on that, on that episode, and then, uh, yeah, and then the big man got to got to meet her and have his team Tessa sign. So I was jealous.
2: <laughs> uh, two more stories about us in, in school related to Degrassi. We were in a jazz band, and we had a bass player oh, who was yeah. not very good named Stu. And I forget That's who right. was playing the keyboard at the time, and I was playing drums. And when we would get bored, we would play the riff from Everybody Wants Something.
0: Is this yes. the same Stu who's the co-host of no. The Mesmeans No? we over now Okay, just the, checking. No. An
2: original Stu. <laughs> The original yeah, student.
1: original
0: student.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then also, uh, so Jamie was friends with a guy named Anders and a guy named Jason Cousin. Anders was yeah. blonde and Jason was tall, so people called them the Zit Remedy. <laughs> oh my that's God, right.
1: that's amazing. Yeah, because yeah, I'm all short.
2: Jamie yeah. was Joy Jeremiah because he failed the grade. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> no, it's good. It's because I always got laid. You <laughs> oh. <to me. laughs>
2: Ha <sighs> <laughs> so there you go <laughs> so we're talking about stressed out uh yes. this is the finale of season one of degrassi high episode 15 originally aired february 13th 1990 uh, written by Jan moore directed by john bertram cocaine,
1: cocaine.
0: <laughs> <D>. <laughs> allegedly Woo-hoo. allegedly allegedly yeah
2: uh so let's get uh, right to this. Anyone have any thoughts on this episode before we uh we start digging through it? Courtney or Arlo?
0: Anything? I remembered very little about this episode truthfully. I actually didn't even remember that Miss Avery was not around for the second season <laughs> of Tracy's High. Um and I think in the back of my mind I knew that Michelle had a problem with caffeine pills. Um, but that's about it. So I it, it was fun to watch again for the for the first to the, for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> you know It's fun to watch it for, again.
3: Courtney and for the last time.
0: <laughs> no it won't be the last time, but you know what I mean? It's just like uh I don't remember uh, a lot of this one.
3: Yeah, I mean I remember it like again, Barassi High watching them repeat nonstop all the time. Um, And a couple scenes stick out Like when Miss Avery loses her shit on Caitlyn For no reason I always thought that scene was really funny And then of course Caitlyn like switches Into fucking superhero mode Again
0: <laughs> And it's then so there's t- It's so typical like no wonder Like I didn't stick out in my mind It's just like one more thing Yeah, One more fucking crusade of fucking Caitlyn Right
3: And you figure somebody would step in and be like, enough.
0: Well, they kind of do, right? Like, they're just like, ugh, your fucking petition.
3: The only other thing is, like, the obvious comparison between the caffeine pill addiction of Michelle and the caffeine pill addiction of Jesse
1: Spanner. Oh, Bell. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And
3: unfortunately, Michelle didn't join a girl group and make a music video, but...
2: (laughs) Uh, should also mention well, we were we also you. we also reviewed yes. that episode on the mezzanine sleepover. Oh,
1: it's a great. Yes, it Look
2: up hot Sunday. Uh, yeah, that is uh, where we reviewed that. And also in that episode, we reviewed the very first episode of Fuller House. And oh, uh, spoiler disgusting.
3: alert, hated it. <laughs> hated it. Yep. Um, oh, I will never watch Fuller House. I have no, also awesome. never
0: watched Fuller House. So kudos guys good job <laughs> yeah,
2: the uh, not good. this episode i mean this is a season finale and it doesn't feel like it yeah oh. exactly.
0: i totally agree
2: yeah it's just kind of some shit that happens and then it's like i didn't even realize like oh this is the finale to season one okay cool like kind of a flat finish but
0: there's no cliffhanger there's no i wonder if they thought that they were gonna get cancelled or something you I know, don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, they did the next year, so I don't know. Well, I
0: know they did eventually. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know why they would have been canceled. Though it was a popular show. Uh, but there... like sometimes, like when things like just wrap up with a nice, neat little bow, and there's no cliffhanger, you kind of wonder, like, did they know they were coming off for a second season? <laughs> uh,
2: I do have one teaser for this episode, though. Uh, we've kind of had a fan fiction theory that is uh, threaded throughout a lot of our episodes, and I believe that I'm going to tie up all the loose ends in this episode. So yeah. stay tuned. Oh, perfect.
3: Yes, I mean uh, I've, we've had more than one fan fiction. We have this fucking podcast. Uh,
2: you'll 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 know it when you hear it. Okay, all right. I feel like
0: your fan, your fan fiction theory is going to um, collide with one of my fan fiction. Oh, theories.
2: excellent! Well, let's see what happens. <laughs> it's not a
0: very good theory. Don't get excited.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we start off. Maya, Diana, and Caitlin are talking about final exams, and Caitlin has to drop off some books with Miss Avery. So she goes into the library, and she thinks that she's dropped off all the books, but Miss Avery is in no mood to chat. She's just she's just angry. Lately, <laughs> very angry. She's like, "What are you staring at?" And she Get tells the her,
1: "Fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> she's like George Henderson. <laughs> Harry. God. <laughs> <on>. Get out. <laughs> we don't watch you anymore. <laughs> Can I just uh interject quickly? Yeah. I wanted to I want to do a shout out to my dad who used to make fun of the uh the Degrassi High intro because it the title card was all just a giant ass.
2: <laughs> it was Amy's sure was. ass. He's, Amy's, he's yeah. not
0: He's
1: not wrong. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. I just love the idea of the Deaner uh talking yep. about oh, that yeah. ass. Yep oh yeah uh so she caitlin leaves after again this teacher just gets mad at her like completely inappropriately for no reason and then she crumples up a paper uh, miss avery does and caitlin leaves and then i wrote remember when caitlin was having lesbian dreams about miss avery
0: (laughs) yes i do i do remember that yes i just want to say thankfully caitlin is back to ponytails in this episode for badass (laughs) caitlin like it's been ah. pretty pretty helmety the last few up there's been a lot of hairspray.
2: Well she's 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 weaved her way out of the uh, Claude, uh bubble <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> that Claude.
1: She's had a rough she's had a rough season.
2: Oh, she she talks a lot about it. She's feeling very <laughs> sorry for herself.
1: <laughs> well, I, I would too. <laughs>
2: um, it
1: all looks like she's wearing her shirt on backwards also. So <laughs> i <It does. laughs> The V deck is it's, at the back. My wife told different. me, though, that that's a, that's a possible style. So.
0: It's the fashionable style of
1: the <laughs> yeah. 1980s. Yeah, my take isn't as hot as I thought it would be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Niners are writing exams, and the bell rings. Mr. Wallfish gets them to hand in their papers, and as they leave, Diana and Maya are very happy. They are free because of exemptions, so they're smart.
1: Uh, Can we talk now. about exemptions for a second?
2: <laughs> yes. Because
1: I, had, I hadn't thought about exemptions in like 30 years or 25 years. And uh, I fucking hated them because I never got them.
2: <laughs> I, I got them in English.
1: <sighs> so jealous all the time. It's kind of unfair. People with their <laughs> da- exemptions.
2: Like, you're stupid, so you have to write a test.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Or you didn't try, so here's your punishment. <laughs>
2: Uh, they ask Caitlin how she feels and she's very distracted over Miss Avery. Uh, and they all decide to go clean out their lockers and Diana, who again in previous episodes is like, I don't want to be seen as a nerd, has brought garbage bags. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't catch that they got exemptions and I, like Jamie, have not thought about the concept of exemptions in mm. literally like at least 20 years. I like. Were they a thing at every school? Like, I don't even think that I know this concept that well. No, I definitely don't know this concept of exemptions. Really? Like, really? Yeah. do you just like everybody who gets above a certain grade, you don't have to take the exam? Yes. Is it just like a couple people? Because it seems nope. like fucking everybody in <laughs> the fucking. They, friends.
2: It's a lottery. Yeah. They they pull balls out of a <laughs> tumbler. I yeah, no, it's uh like it's like I think it's eighty percent or something. You, it's like if your grade at the time of finals is eighty percent, then you don't have to write the finals.
0: Eighty like are you fucking kidding me? I, I do. don't like, I, so. I definitely had some grades that were above eighty percent and I never got an exemption. I don't yeah. think we had at my that school. That didn't I exist. Really where I went. Should, should have
2: gone to our school.
0: Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, guess les, the... les exemptions.
2: <laughs> shout out to <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jean Sauvey.
1: There we go. Yeah. to <laughs> exemption. sauce exemptions.
2: You know, I, uh, That's what everyone knows oh, on yeah, this sorry. podcast. Frite
1: yeah. Um And the splashy machine.
2: And Grand Biscuit.
1: <laughs> For yeah. Grand Biscuit. You can't, you can't go wrong.
2: Yeah. Uh, Michelle has got caffeine pills. They are in a package with the words perk ups in giant letters. <laughs> nice. Uh, she is at the water fountain. And then I believe we get. Jamie your favorite scene in this episode as you. I think you
1: said Oh yeah the fucking beatboxing and freestyle rapping Yes, That was awesome I, 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 All I wrote was that BLT and his pals Freestyle and these three dudes have to be the fucking coolest kids in school <laughs> They have to be
2: I believe it's hey, BLT, well. Bronco and TJ
0: Yeah well enjoy TJ while you can because apparently it's his last appearance so. oh. oh it's too bad Bye, TJ. That, that little uh, jaunty cap he had on was nice.
1: <laughs> BLT
2: meets up with Michelle and he asks what's in her bag and she says nothing. And when he tries to check, she gets all pissy with him and is like, no. Why is he
1: grabbing her bag?
0: It <laughs> is Robert. her fucking purse. Like, yeah. fucking maybe tampons, BLT? Like, fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty egregious. Uh,
2: so then he gets all mad at her and she apologizes and she shows him the perk-ups. He asks what uh, she's taking drugs for and she says, they're not drugs, they're like coffee, you don't even need a prescription and he is not buying it. He's like, those are drugs. And Johnny Bertram, <laughs> who directed this episode, is like, they are not drugs.
1: <laughs> they, they are, are not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will show you drugs. <laughs> I'll show you the real perk-ups, allegedly. Uh Snake...
0: Not, not perking up. <laughs> Michelle's like poor pocketless mom jeans
1: yes oh. they
0: are not they are not doing her any favors and she's so beautiful and i'm just like why did they put her in these fucking mom jeans why that was a bad outfit overall <laughs> she's so beautiful though all right
2: so someone who critique
0: this, this uh, child's clothing girls appearance <laughs> some more let's uh. talk about her
2: uh, we learned, uh, Courtney, I actually um, watched the Degrassi documentary this past weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. Saw myself in it, so Pat's on my back. But uh, much like mine and Jamie's Backyard Wrestling Federation, they bought a lot of their clothing at Value Village. Yes.
3: Yeah,
2: why that's not? not? <laughs> oh. What
1: do?
2: Yeah, that's why Michelle got those jeans.
1: Yes. And those were some bobby Bitchin' jeans, big man.
2: <laughs> they sure were.
0: Super huge. <laughs> no
3: pockets. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Let this
0: be a lesson to us all. Like if like styles change and it's just like, yeah, lack of pockets and jeans is a good idea. Just be like, no, <laughs> it's not a good idea.
2: You will regret that. Even if it, if it looks regret. good, you think it looks good today. You will regret that in a matter of mm-hmm. years. Uh, Snake says he has a headache and uh, he is feeling achy. And Wheel says it's just a science exam. And Joey joins them and he says he doesn't know how he did on his own exam. He does not want to flunk again and he's going home to study for his next exam. So at least he's trying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Wheels says that for a half hour they should just relax and he asks if they want to play video games. Snake says he can't because he's practicing for his driver's exam. Joey tells him, This time I hear some advice. Stay on the road. So he's being an asshole. Wheel says, don't hit any pedestrians. And I thought, wheels should That's not right. be giving any driving advice. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big LOL for me.
2: <laughs> don't go driving wheels. if you want to pick up some chips. Don't, don't
1: hit a pedestrian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caitlin is cleaning out her locker and pulls out a sandwich that is turned green. And Maya and Diana are like, it's an alien. <laughs> like, don't, <laughs> like.
1: I can't. Pretty bad. That sandwich looked like a sandwich that was in my closet when I was like 10. <laughs> all hiding my lunches all the time because I didn't want to eat them. I thought, you know, throwing them in the garbage. Hiding them in my house. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Maya says that they need to come to her cottage in the summer and Caitlin then finds a library book in her locker and now she is annoyed because she has to go back and deal with Miss Avery again. So Uh-oh. we go to the resource center. Miss Avery is giving Dwayne, Tabby, and Nick shit, and says <laughs> that they need to get all their books in by Friday. Dwayne wearing a rad Raiders cap. Yes, <laughs> like out of nowhere. That dude's not, never worn a ball cap,
1: and he looked like me in nineteen ninety, walking the Raiders cap.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like Dwayne, a big tubby bully, but also gangster. So
1: <laughs> loves NWA. <that> <laughs>
2: Uh, Dwayne says, relax, don't have a bird. Some great what? line. Uh, she says she does not like his tone, and he sarcastically says, sorry. It's like, sorry, Miss Avery. Ooh, sorry. Don't suspend me. Yeah, don't suspend me. And uh, I believe that in her head she said, I hope you get AIDS this summer.
1: <laughs> what I don't get is these are like the, uh, the, the cool bullies. And, like, two of them are wearing fucking Degrassi jackets? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Why? You 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 hate school. Why are you wearing a school jacket? You it's...
0: obviously st- stole it from some Narbo.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Caitlin is hesitant as she comes into the library. Miss Avery sees her and apologizes for snapping at her. She tells Caitlin she will not be back next year. Caitlin asks why, and Avery says, don't ask me. Asks the school board. She complains (laughs) about them. uh, uh, She complains about giving them everything and getting no thanks for it. So already like kind of an inappropriate conversation. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yep. Uh, Caitlin says they fired you and Avery does not confirm. She just keeps complaining, which is very important. She says she doesn't need a board that doesn't care and kids who don't listen. She says, I will not be treated this way. (laughs) Okay, cool. Caitlin. What a
1: great conversation to have with a student.
2: <laughs> it's true. Like, for those of you with kids, would you be happy if your kid came home and were like, here's what the teacher told me?
3: <laughs> At yeah, least no, obviously. massaging her shoulders while she told her.
2: Yeah, she was not touching her, which is a step <laughs> up for Avery. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, Caitlin is leaving the school and telling Maya and Diana that Avery has been fired. Uh, Maya then says she would have never gotten through French the previous year without her. And Caitlin says it's not fair that they fire her, but keep—I believe she said—Foggy Fogarty.
1: Yes, it is Foggy Fogarty. And uh, yes, is that just some unknown teacher? Yes, I need to know more about Foggy Fogarty.
0: I—I I have some—I have some—some uh, some theories on that one.
3: Please. Oh, I thought you had his IMDb page.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I'm sorry.
3: He played I mean, the cello.
0: I mean, they may come up in, in future episodes. I'm not sure. We don't know if Foggy Fogarty is uh, male or female at this point, I guess. True. That's your theory? Okay. No, no. I, I'll, I'll get to my theory later. I okay, later. Okay. Oh,
2: a teaser. Uh, yeah,
0: it's a teaser.
2: So she wants to write a letter of protest and get signatures. So what? here we go. Course. Yeah, so here what? we go again.
3: Because she's an idiot.
2: Yeah this is like the fifth thing that she gets involved in without fucking like figuring it out first. So yeah, she just never learns her lesson. Maya also suggests that they throw a going away party for Miss Avery. Yeah. Uh, So the next day people are signing this, uh, this letter of protest, which Caitlin refuses to call a petition. That's what it is. (laughs) Um, What, what all these students signing it is going to do. I don't know. Like, They'd be like, Nothing. okay, who gives a shit? Like, you can't vote. Like, you don't really have a voice.
1: Right? I don't Pretty know. Pretty uh, So they say... Especially not on in the last day of school. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so like,
1: It sounds like everything's kind of set in stone here. I, I don't really... I don't really know what a change they can affect regarding the position for the next year. But anyway. Uh, I mean, I I'm guess in,
0: in, in Caitlin's mind and what the students who are signing the petition think is that... She's been fired from being yeah. the resource labs, like, person, right? Like, that's yeah. that's what they think. Yeah. Like, not that it was only a term or, like, any of those things. They just think, like, that she's been fired. So, like, that's what this is supposed to prevent, is that, like, this job is open for her and she is like, has been told she's leaving the job instead mm. of being hired for that job. Like, I, I guess. Yeah.
2: Here's the other thing. Like, you don't in know. Their, you don't know life. what's really happened. Like, and even if she has a good teacher, you don't know about her behavior or shit that, that that's happened. And again, she, she hasn't actually been fired, but they've assumed that. So they're just like, well, it's an unfair firing. And it's like, what details do you have? Exactly.
0: Maybe uh, she was fucking stealing from the teacher's lounge. You don't know. Yeah. She she touches
2: the students all the time. (laughs) uh, Spike and Liz sign the petition. Lesbian. Lesbian. Leslie.
1: She's not a lesbian. (laughs) She's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Spike and Liz sign the petition and say it's not fair that she's getting fired. Spike says without Avery, she would have dropped out. Of course, we all remember Miss Avery and Spike fighting over Spike being at school at her mom's hair salon while there was a customer in there. So,
1: <laughs> yes, I remember that. Uh,
2: Caitlin then goes to Trish to get it signed. Uh, we go back to Joey, who is checking Snake's temperature. He says he has a sore throat and a headache. And Nancy walks by and she's like, The yearbooks are here. And they are not enthused about this.
1: Fucking it's like, they just like to squeeze in as many of this cast as they can, hey?
2: Oh, yeah. Everyone's got to get a line.
1: Gotta, everybody's got to get their, their time in. I, it's kind of nice.
2: Uh, Courtney, while they're sitting there, Wheels is uh, having food. Do you did you see what he was having?
0: Oh fuck, a peanut butter sandwich.
2: What kind no, of peanut he has butter? A
0: fucking open jar of Skippy peanut butter, <laughs> nice. like, like a giant fucking open jar, like everybody has at the school. To, like my every time this happens on the show, my husband is like, "Why the fuck do they have an open jar? Like they're just eating peanut butter. Like is this a thing in Canada?" And I'm like, "No, this is not a thing in Canada. It is just like
2: product placement."
0: It's yeah. fucking product placement. At least in this case, Wheels has, like, bread or toast that he's spreading it on instead of just eating it with a fucking spoon. <laughs>
2: uh, so their next exam is in 10 minutes. There is an announcement that if somebody finds glasses, return them to Alex Yanku. I believe they've had that announcement before.
1: They're just recycling their announcements.
2: Yeah. Uh, BLT runs up to Michelle and says that she can come over for dinner. Uh... You know it's BLT because he has a sweater that says BLT on it.
1: That sweater is the fucking best. I, <laughs> and that earring. Jesus. That dude is styling.
0: Before I move on, I just wanted to point out a quick whodunit. Mm-hmm. Um, we know from the opening credits that uh, Arthur finding peanut butter on his bike is not an actual scene in the show. Yeah. Um, and I think we've like the obvious choice has always been Tabby. As to who may have done this, but we have also seen Alex Wheel's snake and the whole economics teacher <laughs> with <orange laughs> peanut butter.
2: I I still think it was Yek.
0: It could be any of them. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: so uh, B L T or Michelle tells B L T she doesn't have time. She needs to uh, she needs to study. And work, and she talks about all of her exams. And he tells her that she can't stay up all night. And she says that uh, uh, he says that she needs sleep, and she can pass without studying. Uh,
1: she is clearly. Can I ask a question? Yes. Um, just because uh, you know, as 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 you know, someone who hasn't really been watching this whole season recently, um, was she uh, known as being a good student? Yes. Yes. So yes. why doesn't she have exemptions? <laughs> well, she's been. <laughs>
0: <laughs> her, her 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 marks have dropped too much yeah. to get an exemption. Okay, she's working.
1: She's working every night.
2: She lives on yes. her own now. She moved That's out right. and she's working right. a donut shop every night.
1: Got it. So so this so so she. she it's, it doesn't matter how smart she is. She's she she may not be pulling the grades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct.
2: Uh. So she's clearly worked up, and she says her dad wants her to move home, and acknowledges her marks have dropped. And when that happens. Mr. Webster comes in to pass out his exam, and BLT says again, I don't like you using those pills, so. Well,
1: too fucking bad.
2: (laughs) Uh, Caitlin is still getting signatures. Uh, Dwayne is telling Nick and Tabby that he was acting like he would sign somebody's yearbook, but then closed it and hit the guy over the head with it. (laughs) Very proud of himself. Uh, the bullies in this episode are great. Oh
1: my yeah, they're God. like wrestling heels, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, she asks if they want to sign the letter of protest. They all laugh. And, Why uh, did she bother? <laughs> and Nick, who is auditioning for a role in the Doug Ford cabinet, says, we need less teachers, <laughs> not more. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And I guess Brian Pallister, too, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Uh, Caitlin calls them morons and says she's a person, not a teacher. And Dwayne says the kiddies seriously need a vacation.
1: Well, I got two things. I don't know why she even approached them. And I actually wonder why they didn't kick her ass. We're calling them morons.
2: <laughs> like Tabby would have, right? Tabby yeah. should have done something. But yes, yes you're right. Like, you got to know better than to approach those idiots. Uh, Caitlin.
0: But she'll do anything to save Miss Savory.
2: Uh, yeah so here we go my favorite conversation of this whole thing she starts walking away and she runs into Mr. Radich Mr. (sighs) Radich says I hear about this letter she says it's up to 35 signatures so he he reads it and then he's like well Miss Avery wasn't fired she took a role so now he's going to go over her whole employment situation with the students
3: yes (laughs) Screw confidentiality. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she took a role for one year and was offered another job, which she turned down. Caitlin is pissed and says, this is so typical. I try to help and I end up looking stupid. And it's like, yes, like yeah, that, is, yeah, that is, is what you do. Fucking
0: typical. That's exactly what happens.
2: So she's very upset. She crumples up the letter, tosses it and walks away. Mr. Raditch is just cool with this. He's like, "Huh? Oh, go and mope, idiot.
1: <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> fucking <laughs> smartest thing I've seen uh, uh. so far.
2: snake leaves his exam with a sore throat uh simon is leaving and he's very happy it's his last exam so he's free and blt follows michelle to the water fountain and she tells him to not dare nag him she takes a pill and leaves and i mean i get it don't follow her around i guess but at the same time it's like this i've said this before like this girl's a lot of trouble to be dating and we, and we get all yeah. unhappy when he shows up with Cindy the next season, and I'm like, eh, makes sense. Like, she's probably just not complicated. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where's better jeans, too? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Jesus. Here we go. Uh, this is a scene that is not in the Canadian version. Bart and Scooter are cleaning out their lockers. Uh, so we have had a theory for a long time that Bart has traveled in time.
0: We uh, get this. This wasn't in the Canadian version.
2: Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Jamie didn't see it.
1: I didn't see it. No.
0: Uh,
2: really?
0: Well, Scooter's wearing a Skippy peanut butter T-shirt. By the way, <laughs> just <laughs> like every other student at this school.
2: Uh, so Bart, uh, we've we've surmised that he has traveled in t- uh, through time. He is a, an old man <laughs> in his fifties who has taken over the body of a child in the nineteen nineties. For what reason? I don't know.
1: So so he's a time traveler and he's like, uh, he's able to take control of bodies? Yes. Wow.
2: Yes. It's amazing. Because
1: time travel wasn't enough.
2: No, no, of course not. It's
1: got to be supernatural.
2: Okay. And so we were always like, well, why, how could he do this? Well, now we know. It's the fucking toaster. He, it's the toaster is the device that helps him do this. So,
1: Isn't that like what Homer does? He has a toaster that takes him through time?
2: I don't know, but he, I think. Did, I just, did you just
1: scam that, uh, that theory from Simpsons?
2: I did not, but if that's what happened, then I guess I did.
1: I think you might have. Uh,
2: but yes, I think that I can just see him, like, he, he turns the toaster on and he pushes that toast in and he gets sucked into a vortex. But somehow the toaster comes with him, so whatever. But I believe okay, it's the so, toaster. So
1: Where does I the toaster have... come from?
2: Uh, it's a magic toaster. We don't need to know that. No, no, no. Like, in the, in the scene. He had it in his locker. So he pulls out a toaster and he's like, what is this? Where'd this toaster come from? Which (laughs) again, it's like he came with with you through time.
0: Okay, so my husband has an alternate toaster theory.
2: Oh, okay. So
0: when Wheels was sitting there spreading the peanut butter on this piece of bread, my husband was like, where the fuck did he get toast from? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just bread. And he's like, no, you can definitely hear like the crunchy sound mm. when he spreads the peanut butter on the fucking toast like where the fuck did he suddenly get toast from for this fucking open jar of peanut butter and then mm. later on bart pulls this toaster out and is like where did this come from and my husband was like it's wheel's secret toaster <laughs>
1: that's next level <laughs> i like that See, i
0: like that one
2: all right i still think wow, it's right, a time traveling toaster sucks, bro.
0: That's my competing. That's my competing theory. Well, actually, it's, it's, a, much be, it's a much it's better theory. Well, let's
2: let we the
3: listeners to decide which theory they believe. Is it well, there? You go.
2: The toaster Wheel story. Is, oh, yeah. Go. Wheel
0: secret toaster or Bart's magic time I, traveling
2: toaster. I will put a poll up at uh, narble's <laughs> podcast. You can tell us the no, the the Bart's toaster story isn't over yet. So I got one more chance, though I'm not going to win. Uh, Maya and Diana find Caitlin and say they're going to have the going away party in the resource center. Caitlin is very pissy and is like, I don't care. I'm not going. This has been the worst year of my life. I hate this year and I'm not going to a dumb party for a dumb teacher.
0: I wish I was dead. I'm just going to get a gun and go to the bathroom and kill myself. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I felt sorry for those two girls because it's like, we all know what it's like to deal with someone like that. Acting all cryptic. (laughs) not Just coming out and saying what the problem is. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Nancy is giving Geography lessons to Tim Joey is talking about having Just one more exam Wheels is checking Snake and he still thinks He's sick, he finished his last Exam, he knows he's not Faking and he's worried because he's going to miss His driving test because he has failed Twice already Uh, Wheels says Snake is just nervous and he has to Make himself relax He makes Snake stand up and do a breathing Exercise and Joey does this as well, I don't understand this. Um, All right,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pipe in here because this, this is an interesting one. I actually, I, this, this resa- resonated with me, and I have to say this because I, I wouldn't have noticed this when I was younger, but I, um, as someone who has pretty bad anxiety, um, uh, that does manifest itself in, uh, in physical symptoms, just like Snake, um, that is exactly what you would do. Oh, so wheels is like a fucking yogi and he just knows it. He's like a psychotherapist and he just he just understands that you need to just have mindful breathing. I was fucking impressed by that. Honestly, that was to me was like just a really cool part of the show that I was like I didn't expect. And I I thought it was uh, it was well done.
2: I I have a a comment about wheels, too. Just in this whole season, he is like a good year. He doesn't run yeah. away. He doesn't fight with anybody. He's at school all the time. He doesn't. He
0: has more he's than run, good friend more, there. More than one girl who thinks he's uh, looking pretty fine. Yeah,
2: he's got like like at least two women chasing him. He's made out with one of them. Like mm-hmm. nothing about his, Derek, his grandma, is, <laughs> is, is nowhere to be found. It's just apparently,
0: like. Yeah, apparently they're
1: getting along.
2: Yeah, and it's like, and then we know that next season it goes to shit again. And it's like, why do we do this? Like he was doing yeah well, fine. Yeah. But I guess It's it was too boring. bad
1: because he he came off as such a good friend in this episode. I was like, "Wow, wheels, right on."
2: Hope you don't I mean, yeah, kill if anyone.
0: I don't have like a prescription for La Rosa Pam that you can pop, like breathing. Yeah, you just get it's wheels totally to come help
1: you breathe. Yeah. Yes,
2: <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, Dwayne and the gang come by, and uh, they don't think it's cool. They think it's funny. They snicker and walk away. Of course. Uh, yeah,
1: well, that just tells you everything you need to know. They're idiots. <laughs> and Wheels is smart.
2: Uh, Caitlin picks up a yearbook that, from Alex. That kid's uh,
1: going places. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anything that's yes, happening. He
2: sure head. is. <laughs> uh, Caitlin gets a yearbook from Alex. He starts telling her that he's going to Greece with his family. And she's like, just check it off so I can get out of here. She's a total bitch. To I don't him.
1: give a fuck. <laughs>
2: it's like, fuck Greece poor, and fuck you. So, poor
1: Alex. Fuck you and your sport. Your sport coat and shorts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Avery stops Caitlin and says she heard about the petition. Caitlin clarifies it was a letter of protest. Like, ugh. God, Avery says it was a nice gesture. And Caitlin says, yeah, right. Why did you lie to me? Um, Which, again, she did not. uh, Which Avery says, I never lied to you. Caitlin says that she still turned down a job. And Avery says, this was a roving teacher, a permanent substitute. And I just thought two things. One, there are plenty of those out there. So we're just like talking down that position, like a real job yep. that people have. That's necessary. And number two is we had lots of those in our school. Yep. They, they didn't necessarily rove around in the school. But because we went to a French immersion school, we always had the same substitutes. Yeah. And they were always I, I just, there.
0: Like I'm just not sure what Miss Avery thought was going to happen at the end of her term. Like were they just going to fucking magically fire a teacher that they already had yeah. on to give her a class at this school? Like I don't know what her end game was and why she's so upset that that like I'm of course you hope that a position will come up for you in the school that you want to work at. But like unless they specifically hired a new teacher over her for an available class. I'm not really sure why she's so hostile about it.
2: So then she says this is not what she wants. She wants her own class and her own students. She wants to teach. And Caitlin says, oh, so you quit teaching because you want to teach? That makes a lot of sense. Yes. And Avery says goodbye and leaves. And then I said, how is this a conversation for a teacher to have with a grade 9 student? (laughs) And also... In front of Alex, who's just sitting there, listening, yep. uh, Caitlin then looks at Alex and says, What are you staring at?
1: That was the that was fucking
0: great. Uh,
2: fucking
0: continuing the cycle of abuse that Miss Avery started earlier in the episode.
2: Uh, she then does, though, come back and say, oh, Have a nice summer, little dipshit. And she leaves. In Greece. Uh, in Greece. And it's a very, very dramatic exit for Caitlin she has one more look at the school as she leaves dramatically and then I wrote because she's the one who had the worst year not Kathleen <laughs> not Michelle not Erica Caitlin
1: <laughs> isn't LDF cancer too <laughs> <laughs> yes Jesus Christ
2: no but Caitlin Caitlin's the
1: worst I, I, I hate Caitlin <laughs> I'm sorry
2: you, you you were not a fan during school's out either
1: no, 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 no. no. I never fair, was a fan of Caitlin.
0: To be fair, like, you only, one thing that I've learned <laughs> through, like, psychotherapy is that, like, you only know the trauma that you know. Like, you can't know someone else's trauma. So, That's true. I mean, everybody has giant fucking problems, and it always feels like the biggest problems in the world. So, I mean, you can't compare your lot in life to other people's <laughs> lot in life. It still feels shitty oh. for you when it's happening to you. All right.
1: Well, she's nice. your best all right. Too. Well, that Kate, is Kate. that is No, that that's uh, that's that's uh, a great point of view. Caitlin and well, Alexa, make that put that as a clip somewhere. <laughs> Michelle, like tragedy. An exclusive. <laughs> We're talking anxiety and psychotherapy. This is a great my
0: episode. My psychiatrist says my problems are important too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, mine says breathing is mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> we should spin off our own podcast yeah. that's what we should do
2: listen, listen to our new podcast we're all fucked Nar- up Narbos and Talks <laughs> so, yeah uh, this is by the way also like the nicest advice we've ever given on the mezzanine sleepover so yes just oh yes yeah. Absolutely. you're like why is Jamie so different now <laughs> is what people are asking <laughs> Uh, Michelle is studying in the library and BLT says the exam is in five minutes. And so she freaks out and says she lost track of time. He tells her to calm down. And she says he's worse than her dad. And I said he should have dumped her right there. Oh her racist dad who hates him. Let's all that not forget. Bad. She has a meltdown and she starts throwing books at him and screaming. And then she's
0: so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited.
2: Yeah. I was going to ask. i
0: Cares. So
2: we we know um, both of these scenes: Jesse Spano meltdown and Michelle meltdown. Who did it best?
0: Oh, so I hard mean, to like. Which is most memeable, or <laughs> which actually <laughs> what might happen to someone in real life?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I which understand.
0: One, which one was? Uh,
1: which one was came out first? hmm Bella, uh, uh, filled up or, or, uh, or Jesse Spano
2: I don't know what's the name of that episode was uh I don't even remember we called it hot sunday I was about to search hot for sunday? hot like, sunday
1: uh... well that was the name of the girl group in in, in that episode
2: yeah, yeah. I'm right. I trying
1: to find it. I'm trying to find it, the, the air date because I want to know. oh it's called
2: Jesse's song
1: yeah so 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 uh what's their names uh Degrassi we're uh, we're ahead of the curve on this, by the way. They they were ahead by a good uh, seven months, eight months, nine months, nine months, because uh, the Jesse song premiered on November third, nineteen ninety, and this uh, aired on February thirteenth.
2: Oh, suck. no,
1: suck it, so Saved Degrassi, the not not uh, not cribbing from uh, Saved by the Bell. It's the reverse. There you go. Absolutely. Uh,
2: so she faints. He calls for somebody to get the nurse. The next Meanwhile, thing.
1: people are jostling her body around, <laughs> which when somebody faints, I mean, you should really just, you know, I stabilize do, and not I, move I, their I, neck around and move them all around. What is she having a seizure?
0: No I one do knows. I feel like Michelle's reaction is like, it's a, it's a little over the top, but um, like, I don't know if you've ever had a meltdown when you're like, ha- like super hangry. And super overtired, and you're just like being completely irrational. Like I, you know, I've never started throwing books at somebody, but like I've definitely gotten to the point where I'm so tired that I'm like, it makes me upset. Are and you? so, like, I don't like, I buy, yeah. I buy it, I buy it. If she's been up for literally days,
3: yeah. Like, but then, I, did you faint after your big temper tantrum?
0: <laughs> I
1: fainting was a little weird.
0: I have never fainted.
1: But I will say it was a much more realistic scene than when we talk about the Save by the Bell scene. Absolutely. Much more realistic, and I liked it better. And uh, I, I think it, it, it definitely played off a lot better than that one. B.L.T. holds her, and he's no, I was- like,
2: "I know you're scared, but remember when we went to see E.T. and you got scared? <laughs> I was with you then too. Oh wait, I'm getting my episodes mixed up." <laughs> Uh, so the next day or it's not, not even the next day um, Miss Avery gets called to the office So she leaves the resource center So this is a shot down the hallway um, She gets called to the office So we see her walk out Of the resource center and down the hall And then down the hall Dwayne, Nick, and Tabby are running down the hall All jovial And they say, no more teachers No more homework And no suspensions until next year <laughs> Aim high, boys. And no more (laughs) HIV for Dwayne until next year. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's going to have a summer. Penny, go out with him and go to bed with him. So we'll see. Avery goes back to the office, uh, and the kids go and sneak into the resource center with gifts and cake and banners. Uh, we, We then get the nurse asking Michelle about the pills, and she initially is like, I've taken them for a week. All right, two weeks.
0: Actually, the psychologist, I feel like a nurse would probably be better suited to this task, but it's Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Bruce from last episode. Oh, the psychologist, yes, Mm. she's
3: like, You have dysgraphia, Michelle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Johnny Bertram, who's directing the episode, is like, Two weeks on drugs, kid, like that's nothing,
3: yeah, (laughs) yeah, fucking rookie.
2: Uh, (laughs) she gives a long lecture on why not to use the pills, and then Michelle leaves and sees BLT. She says she only has to do a makeup exam because of the one that she missed, and she wants him to go with her. But before he goes, he gets all smug. Okay. Yeah, this is,
0: this is bullshit. This is very important. The mystery is solved behind BLT and Michelle as she comes out of Dr. Bruce's office. We see both the science teacher and Mr. Webster in the background talking to each other. So they are not the same person. They are just two science teachers with similar style. And that brings me to the question, is this Foggy Fogarty,
2: Um, the one that is
0: not Mr. Webster?
2: I bet you it is.
0: He's pretty old. He's like an old science teacher. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Change our lives. (laughs) <laughs> that, that was uh,
1: worth the wait.
0: I aimed to please. That was great.
2: Uh, Miss Avery is walking back to the resource center with Mr. Radich and she's bitching. Wait, can we talk
1: about how BLT's a total asshole?
2: Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes, please. Because
1: I'm I'm sorta of, like I, I get it and you were you know you, you, you were right, but like come on. She'll just had a, a serious episode and you're all come on, you're all I'm right. Fuck you, BLT.
0: So <laughs> Michelle like throws things at him again.
2: Yes, but this time it's in joy.
0: It's in (laughs) Joyfully.
2: (laughs) It's very different now. And, like, she shouldn't be running and chasing him down the hall after she fainted, by the way.
1: No. No. Well, I mean, the psychology. I'm actually a a little worried about. Yeah, the fainting, I think, um, actually gets me a little worried that there's something else wrong with her. Yeah, me too.
0: People are just kind of prone to fainting, though, you know? those types
2: yeah but the psychologist is like we haven't addressed the behavior we've addressed the pills this is like and you said like a nurse would have addressed the pills the psychologist should be like how about that not living with your parents anymore and working every night like yeah you know oh your marks have dropped over the last like six months you were on pace for exemptions and now you're not none of those conversations (laughs) just don't do the pills i trust you go go on with your life child anyways uh, Avery is complaining to Mr. Radich As they're walking back to the resource center I don't know why he had me come there to. She's just so like crusty with everybody
0: Damn it Dan
2: uh, But then The kids surprise her when she walks in And then she looks at Radich
1: She's like you knew about this <laughs> And everybody's happy again
2: Mr. Radich is just like I can't fucking wait till you're out of here Like <laughs> one more day um, we see Caitlin coming back into the school, so we have no idea what made her change her mind. Like, she left, things happened, and now she's like, I'm back. So, and she, yep. walks,
0: she walks by the, like, founder's portrait that we saw in It Creeps. Oh, Alex Degrassi. <laughs> Alex it's Degrassi. Still, it, is, Alexander? it is still there.
2: Yeah. I That poster, like, you would think that that would have been graffitied upon or stolen by Dwayne and, and the gang, but... Who knows?
0: Every uh, time you go near it, there's ghostly laughter.
2: Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avery is serving cake to Arthur, who says that his mum is taking him to Italy for the summer. Uh, Avery gives the same reply that you would give to a child who is telling you something that you're just half listening to. She's like, oh, that's yep. nice.
0: And all all of us are like, shut the fuck up of your stupid fucking trip to Italy, Arthur. Like, eat your f- giant piece of cake.
2: Yikes! he's going to the mall
3: (laughs) (laughs) of course uh
2: lucy asks miss avery to sign the book for ld and she tells everybody that ld um is at home and her cancer is in remission so we are starting to wrap up that storyline we do not
0: remember who it was but they were like is she cured yet i think it was yik and it was just like Okay, yeah, like it's, been, be cured. That's it's right. been like a couple months and you're just like, oh, is, it, is, your, is your cancer cured? Did
2: you get I'm over like, it okay. or what?
0: Yeah, just walk it off.
2: Uh, and I want to know, did she finally get a better wig?
3: Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then uh, Bart presents Miss Avery with a gift. It is his toaster.
0: It's Wheel- Wheels' secret toaster. <laughs> and,
2: yeah. and I'd like to think again that Miss Avery, we're going to see what her plans are right now but I believe that instead of that, she went on time traveling adventures. Yes,
1: there you go. That's good. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so, yes. appealing. She yeah. shows so, up on Beachcombers. and
2: <laughs> She just pops around. It's not time traveling. She just shows up on different sitcoms.
1: She's on Danger Bay one <laughs> week.
2: Uh, Wheels brings cake to Joey, and Joey says that he doesn't want it. He is worried about Marks coming out on Monday. And he says that if he fails, he's done with school forever, which he threatened two episodes ago to be yep. done <laughs> school forever. We all we hate
1: school. Everybody <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wheels says there's nothing you can do about it anyway. So relax. And then they do their breathing. But while they do it, Joey puts icing on wheels, nose. nose.
3: Yeah, that's nice. It's cute. Uh, that silly goose.
2: Also, uh, we do not get any resolution on this, but you have to wait to next season to find out. Joey did pass.
0: Good job, Joey. Phew.
2: Uh, I just
0: felt sorry for him because of his learning disability.
2: Yeah, they're like, ah, fuck it. Move on. (laughs) We already failed you once before we knew.
0: Yeah, we failed you. Uh,
2: Caitlin comes into the resource center. Diana has given Avery this clock that I believe people just stopped making them in the 1980s.
0: My husband says it's a Burlwood clock, is what it is is. Very popular oh. in the 80s. And Diana's just like, we wanted to get you the perfect gift. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, a, 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 a Burlwood clock. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Diana.
2: Yeah, so they give her this fucking clock. So, you know, whatever. Good for her. Uh, she hands it back to Diana. Caitlin says, sorry that she was rude. And Miss Avery says, I actually thought about what you said, grade nine child. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to go teach up north. They need a ton of teachers, and I'm leaving in a week. So, yeah. they could add a spin off, right? Northern Degrassi High with.
0: Well, she's just going to say, let Rainbow Valley. And it's like, is this a cult? Like, she and her roommate are going <laughs> to go up north, and like.
1: Yeah, and where up north? Is she talking Northern Ontario? Is she talking.
2: Sudbury. Actually, Barrie. Yeah. She's going to Barrie. Like an hour up north. I mean, technically, where I live, I'm in North York. Some people downtown would call it up north. So I mean,
0: well, you, you definitely need teachers up there. Oh, actually,
2: we, yeah, we probably do. Wow. We, we need teachers everywhere right now. I meant
0: you personally.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, burns on. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oof.
0: Ah, zing.
2: Uh, so Avery thanks Caitlin for helping her. And Caitlin says, I really helped you. Avery says, yes, you did. And they say they will miss each other and hug because Avery has to touch a teacher or touch a student all the way to the very end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Snake then breaks it up to show off his driver's license. He has finally uh, gotten that done. So good for you, Snake. And Caitlin walks away and says to her friends, I can't believe it. I finally got something right. And she spins (laughs) around and the season ends.
1: It's the worst ending I've ever seen. (laughs) <laughs> so bad. It's like you didn't. That was, that was terrible. It's like you didn't get
2: it right. <laughs> like it's like you, you were still wrong. Yeah, you fucked up, and things still kind of worked out for people. But <laughs> that's that's it. Like, <laughs> like is Miss Avery like twenty years from now when she's really successful, working up north, and like changes the lives of some northern community? Be like, this would never have happened without that grade nine student who once gave me advice when I yelled at her inappropriately in the school and touched her
1: and and didn't give her advice. Just got mad at her. Yeah, that's right. It's not like she gave her advice.
2: Terrible. Um, couple of comments from the Degrassi fandom wiki. (laughs) One of my favorite sources. Broomhead one says, what if the main reason Caitlin didn't want Ms. Avery to go was because of her secret crush. And what if Avery wanted to quit teaching at Degrassi so that she could escape the temptation?
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, talk about fan fiction theories. Like, fuck.
2: Love is Folly said, I guess it was okay. I personally found Michelle's caffeine pill addiction the more main plot worthy than Avery's departure, but whatever. Mm, Um. Also said, I don't know what the problem Avery has with roving, uh, being a roving teacher. The ones I've met actually uh, were offended whenever people accuse them of not being teachers. <laughs> uh, You're not a real
0: uh, teacher. <laughs> how, why would they be offended by that if you accuse them of not being a real teacher?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: That doesn't sound offensive at all. Uh,
2: Fancy says... Worried about your girlfriend on drugs? Cheats on her during summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so there you go. No. Uh, that's stressed out. Have we got any uh, any comments? Uh, by the way, this is shipping up to be one of the shortest episodes of both podcasts of all time. So <laughs> yes,
1: is it? Well, shit, We're in an hour. That. There's yeah, not yeah. a lot to talk about. Uh, this was kind of a boring episode. <laughs> I'll be honest.
3: It was I tried to watch
1: it twice and good. I got halfway through the second one and when I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it.
3: I mean, they were Too pretty bored. weak storylines, 100%. Especially for a season finale, especially for Degrassi, right? Like,
0: yeah.
3: nobody died, nothing got mm-hmm. set on fire, nope. nobody, like...
0: There's nothing majorly controversial in this episode, let's say. It's just, but, yeah. like, Caitlin and her stupid crusade storyline, which we've seen before, right? And, like... You know, like the the big news is that Avery's leaving, and she's been with us the entire series so far. So she's leaving, but like in terms of like a caffeine pill addiction, like it's Whoopee. so t- it's so tame that it became a storyline on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, you know, like it's not like she's like fucking doing rails, like <laughs> yeah, of cocaine in the be fucking amazing. bathroom. Like it's best well, episode ever. <laughs> Well, it felt well, like it was an American
1: fucking... sitcom uh, one. Like, well, yeah. Oh, t- even even Fresh Prince did Speed, for God's sakes. Or if Carlton did. But, you know, like, I don't know. It just seemed like for a series that did a lot of other topics, caffeine pills does seem extremely tame.
0: Well, and really, like, caffeine pills, like, was this a major problem for fucking teenagers in the 90s or something like that? Like, I... You know, like, yeah, like, caffeine can make you sick if you take too much caffeine like the same thing like you can fucking barf if you drink too much coffee trying to stay up like ultimately like you should be trying to take care of yourself and sleeping properly and not staying up all the time by abusing caffeine but it's not like really
2: you know what michelle needed right she
1: needed wheels (laughs) (laughs) like
0: relax (laughs) relax (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what? She could have used some some wheels action there. He yeah. was on he was on point this week.
2: Yeah, he's like, let's wow. do some breathing. Come on, here we go. I don't think they. I don't think Michelle and Wheels have ever interacted in the history of all of Degrassi. By the way, uh, maybe not. No, I don't. I mean, g-
0: ultimately, her problem is she's not getting enough sleep because yep. she's working. That's ultimately the problem. Like, I don't. I don't. I mean, as you kind of touched on with the psychologist who's not doing their job properly, like the pills aren't the problem.
1: No, uh, no, they're not. They're a byproduct of a larger issue, and and really, caffeine pills. You know, it's uh, like, can you be, can you get addicted to caffeine pills?
0: Sure. I don't. I guess perk
1: ups. Yeah. Perk ups.
0: Have you guys have you guys ever had a caffeine pill?
1: Yes. Yeah, all the yeah. time.
0: <laughs> Constantly. <laughs>
1: Non stop.
0: Stay awake to take my exam. Yeah,
1: I fainted a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Shit. That's what the oh that's what the episode's about. <laughs> oh, yeah. it just hit me. Yeah. All learned. those times I fainted after taking caffeine pills.
0: Yes. I mean I I've, I've only taken caffeine pills like once or twice and both times they totally turned my stomach. But I yeah. do drink two cups of coffee every fucking morning as well. So I don't know. I guess the idea is just like, don't abuse. Like, you. I mean, like anything, you shouldn't abuse things. You shouldn't overdo it with anything. I don't know. It just, again, like, this is a fucking plot point on Saved by the Bell of all shows. Like, how tame do you have to be?
1: Yep. So this. Saturday morning American show.
0: Yes!
1: Uh, So
2: this season uh, just finished. And I mean, I feel like we were, like, rolling with the stuff for. 13 episodes. And then the last two episodes, it's like, whoa, like that kind of fizzled out. And again, not saying bad. I'm just saying that kind of got a little tame. Like,
3: yeah. I wonder if there's a reason. What is going on?
0: What is going on? I'm assuming they're trying to, like, let us down gently so they can just stab us in the fucking heart next, like, season right away.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, we really get into it. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, that's uh, that's season one of Degrassi High. We're going yeah. into our last season of Degrassi. Jesus, Yeah, I know, I right? I can't
1: believe that. So are you guys going to uh, tackle the, uh, the the new generation?
2: We haven't I talked don't... about what we're going to go into. There's, a I mean, new... I guess
0: we have to talk about that when we get to it. I don't think any of us thought we'd even make it to this point. <laughs> and like, honestly, like, well, seriously, like, we're all just like, yeah, I'll be fun during like the couple months that COVID is happening. And now it's just like, uh... Like, almost a year later, we're still all in pandemic mode and getting worse. <laughs> like,
2: like I, I've I've yeah. thought a number of times, like, I used to do things on Friday nights. Like, <laughs> how am I, how would I keep up the schedule in real life? What would we do? All of us, like, we, we'd have to coordinate. But we'll, we'll, we've talked about a number of ideas. Um, yeah. We've bandied about, you know, maybe more Degrassi. I know Courtney and I have talked about, doing like other shows that have had limited runs like uh, my so-called life. Um I'd uh, be a good one. I know Ted I know Ted and Barry have talked about maybe we do a rotation against uh, around like Canadiana like television.
3: Yeah. Oh. Uh,
2: so we got a few directions that we're right. considering. So we'll we'll keep you all posted. Right now though, uh, for this show, we've been doing two episodes a week, largely the whole time. Um, but starting with this episode and going through the last season, you will be getting these podcasts once a week. Uh, so, just so you know, if you're sitting there on a Tuesday, where the fuck are my narbos? It's,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like most of you probably are. Yeah, obviously
2: addicted to them like we're perk ups. <laughs> I need yes. this.
3: Don't throw books at your family members. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, no, so just breathe. Sitting,
0: sitting there just on a breathe, Tuesday folks, night. Relax.
1: Yeah. Breathe and relax.
0: Sitting there on a Tuesday night. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so
1: scared.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in a completely non sequitur before we uh, end the show, uh, Jamie, do you want to give a very brief description of this backyard wrestling
1: Oh my God! Um, (laughs) um, For for anybody who doesn't know what backyard wrestling is, it is um, uh, idiots doing uh, (laughs) wrestling moves and wrestling shows and matches and storylines, videotaping themselves and you know risking injury. um, (laughs) Untrained wrestlers. Let's just make it clear. Yeah. No, no, you know, on, you know, a variety of surfaces from grass to whatever. Anyway, yes, when we were in our late teens, early 20s, we did a, um, we had a wrestling federation uh, with some of our friends at university and uh, how, oh God, we did a lot of shows and that's in quotation marks, <laughs> um, Events. probably, I think 26 different little like hour and a half to two hour long shows that we did um with a variety of characters um there was about what eight to ten of us we each had three or four different characters in a variety of costumes and masks and uh, and would wrestle and had storylines and did you know shows and pay-per-views uh which was and, just a show um, no one
2: paid we didn't
1: no <laughs> no no of course no one person did pay one person ordered a videotape from from uh, Newfoundland yeah, on eBay. Maybe it was maybe it was. Ted oh my God! Or Barry. It's yeah, admit <laughs> it right now. Um, so yeah, so that was we did that about six years, um, but mainly in ninety seven, ninety eight. That was our that was our big period, and uh, yeah, I don't know what really else to
2: what. Well, uh, well it wasn't. We started in ninety seven. So what do you yes. what do you think the name of our wrestling federation was? <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. Well, give
1: the acronym.
2: It was the W.A.W.F. So W F, of course, is Wrestling Federation. W.A. A (laughs) Uh, a hint. Uh, Think 316. (laughs) Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's going to open a big can of.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Whoop-ass? Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Whoop-ass Wrestling Wrestling Federation. Federation.
2: Um, Also, because, Courtney, we know you're a big Shawn Michaels fan. Heck yeah. Uh,
1: Jamie, what was the
2: name of your main wrestler?
1: Uh, the sexy boy, Jamie C. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was essentially Shawn Michaels. So, so what was
0: yes. what was your main wrestler, Alan?
1: Shazam, the Cisco Genie.
2: <laughs> uh, modeled initially after Mick Foley or Mankind and then kind of morphed into somebody without a personality.
1: So, yeah, you were kind of, well, you were kind of Kevin Nash-ish for a little while. Yeah. Just not
0: How giving a shit. Kevin Nash, so. I'll be, I was you lazy have, in the rain. <laughs> you did have great like
1: intro music though.
2: Yes, I did. That's why I named we myself the Cisco Genie because I had a song that made references to a genie. So I was like, yeah, that yeah, will be my theme music.
1: Cool again. Yeah. yeah. So I was like that. That also, will oh be my part two. Uh, We. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah, we many years of that and uh, it was ridiculous. Uh,
2: one more story, because we were untrained wrestlers. Uh, the worst injury suffered in our federation was by somebody uh, who went by the name of the the bloodletter, Though in this match, he was the talisman. Uh, he was the convict. Or the convict, sorry, yes, the convict. Uh, who uh, This person who I believe Arlo dated on and off for a period of time. Yes. And uh, he climbed up a small flight of stairs and then crawled over the barricade separating the stairs from a wheelchair ramp which was probably about you know six or seven feet below and his opponent uh, jumped with his head and he was supposed to fake ram his head into the bar like the you know the ramp the bar beside the ramp and he really hit his head in it. He and, was, and was, was straight up concussed, and was definitely concussed. But of course, as wrestlers did back in the nineties, continue to wrestle,
1: <laughs> Continued the match. Got his finishing moving and won. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, that's what it, that's what the uh, script called for.
2: Yeah, so that's we our. We once
1: wrestled. Uh, we once wrestled on the uh, side of the highway in Kenora, in front of Husky the Musky Yes, we did. Yeah. Nice.
2: So, yeah. anyways, there is footage. um <laughs> We all the footage. Jamie still has it, and he has completed a compilation called "The Best of WAWF." Did you call it Volume One? Like there were no, more? I did not. Okay. No,
1: I didn't. Okay. I put it together because it was it was the twenty year anniversary, so I put it together. We had some of the some of the some of the pals over. I actually flew home from screener.
2: Toronto for this. People yes. were like, "Why are you going home?" And I was like, "Reunion with friends." I did not tell them it was a <laughs> wrestling reunion. So there you go.
0: I really need to see some of these videos. We yeah. You need to, somebody needs to digitize and post a couple of these videos. I think. Well,
1: my problem, you know, I've thought about this and it's, it's, it's uh, a bunch of dudes in 1997.
2: Uh huh.
1: You got it. You got to You got to edit things because we were, you know, terrible. Let's just and, say, you uh, know, we're uh, it's problem. guys, it's I,
2: guys cutting promos on other guys in 1997 and uh, there are things that came out of my mouth that i'm like
1: nope nope, nope. Really <laughs> absolutely not internet? yeah go no ahead. no no so but there's yeah. there, there's there, there might be some content there well there's lots there's yeah. lots of very good moves
2: <laughs> we can see what we can do so uh there you go everybody uh that's the wrestling talk you've all been waiting for on yes and Broomheads. so uh our guest uh jamie uh do you want it to, Do you care if anyone follows you on Twitter? You usually, don't.
1: No, I don't. I don't. Um, thanks for having me on. I, I had a great time, uh, even though the episode sucked ass. It was uh, it was fun to talk to you, uh, dudes, and uh, we'll. Uh, I can't wait for next season.
2: Uh, Arlo Courtney, where it do we wasn't find that you?
0: Bad. It was not that that bad an episode. It was still an enjoyable episode, <laughs> even oh, though it been... was a little bit tame. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Arlo, at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. And if you want to send any of us a Burlwood clock, I'm sure <laughs> that we would be great. Much appreciated.
3: Jamie, it was nice to talk to you. Um, yeah. My, my space was so long ago. I know. And I remember Alan telling me, like, I should be thankful that you, like, how did you, did you become friends on MySpace or something? Is that how it works?
2: I think I think you you yeah you you friended so people. Like
3: added friended each other and I guess Alan, so. I remember Alan saying like oh like Jamie doesn't add a lot of people like you should be lucky that he added you or something.
2: <laughs> Look at oh, you, making you sound like such a jerk.
3: So I, always, oh, I, I, I was so like, elusive
0: of you. <gasps> I did, but I always
3: felt super like proud that you. I was like yes you didn't yes. Oh, well, I'm so
0: cool. Jamie, what the fuck?
1: Oh, sorry, I didn't.
0: Oopsie! Oh, man,
1: oh no! Drums. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. I don't, I don't. maybe
1: I. Well, you know, on MySpace, I my my favorite thing was um was riling up the Big Brother six uh, Big Brother All Star fans. Oh, that, was, oh, yeah. that was my thing. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so we went on a message board during Big Brother All Stars and argued with clearly children and teenagers yeah. about the cast. Uh, yep. Yeah. So. We were, of course, on Team Will and Mike Boogie. Mike
0: Boogie. And they yes. were all
2: for the Season 6 Losers. So.
0: Was Chicken George on All-Stars?
2: He was. He was the worst. Uh, the worst. Uh, Mike Boogie, who gave you a birthday message this he, year? He did, yes. Oh, Mike, we
3: heard about that. I had a oh, cameo, a cameo
2: Boogie. birthday Boogie. message from Mike Boogie where he's like,
1: What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Like, you're 50-year-old I, I, man. I got it first, right? And, and I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It was exactly what it needed to be. You know, cause I was looking at things. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get oh Tito Santana or like Coco beware. I was like, Mike boogie. Hmm. And that ended up being pure gold. So yes, you're friends now. He's like, like uh, I'm sitting here up in this biatch. like <laughs> Totally what you'd expect from
2: that dude. Like my yeah. God.
1: Oh, I have the biggest crush on Mike boogie.
2: Oh, I don't think you would after seeing this.
1: Oh no. my God! That that would definitely uh, cure you of that. And like, he,
2: and like, he gives the impression he's like, I had to sell my house, and I'm not up to much. And I'm like, you won half a million dollars! Like, what happened? He had
3: to
2: sell his house. <laughs> yeah. I just sold my house. Yeah, <laughs> things are crazy oh, open
3: good. here with the COVID.
2: Like, open this, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Courtney, I know you're not on MySpace anymore. You're on Instagram. If we wanted to find you there, where do we go? <laughs>
3: Fuck, I wish I was on MySpace still. Um, you can find me at Courtney.1293. And at- our podcast is at Narbos and Broomheads Podcast on Instagram.
2: And I'm at Slip with Five Eyes on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us Eww. on Twitter <laughs> at Narbos Podcast or email us, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. We're going to come back in one week and start the last episode. It's the final countdown. Do-do-do-do. I'm gonna okay. stop the, right there. The,
0: the last the last season.
2: What did I say?
3: Yeah, you said episode, episode. you
0: idiot.
2: Well, whatever. God, last,
0: God damn it. The it's last
2: episode enough. one. That's what I meant. Damn it. Alright, I'm leaving.
0: Did I'm a failure failed the exam.
2: <laughs>
1: Peace.
0: Bye. Good Bye, Well, I
1: said i was meant to do my I my I dream about I would get girls out of my house Maybe I would I walk around and get me got to get my dreams Everyone
2: they them so good I would make have the skull Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah.